0: Hello there and good morning. I don't have to say it's a cloudy kind of day. It's a beautiful, sun is glorious, the sun is shining, amazing kind of day. Really, absolutely spectacular. But I have to talk about a few things. So let's get started. What happens when people are allowed to enter a space that they have no business being in? Now, people will scream at me and say, oh my goodness, look what she's doing to cryptocurrency. (laughs) She's legitimizing it. Also, accreditation of people. Also, enhancing the value of the entire experience by having people who can see beyond what is possible now and what might be probable soon. What's important is that the people who do not have any experience with technology, that there is a buffer and a trader or a manager of your finances is who that person's supposed to be. Why are we not taking the same metered approach that we do with an accounting firm? I know from experience that a 20-minute conversation was all I needed to know that that person was incapable of doing anything. They definitely weren't the right mix for me and I was coming up with a creative solution to a problem in accounting that they couldn't see and yet still couldn't understand when it was explained to them. I'll use this as a parallel. Parallel. I have a guy who has no clue about technology who came screaming and yelling telling me that he thinks he might have a mental health disorder Um, and I'd like to caution everybody and say the following. If it's true that when you receive likes, it increases serotonin, then it is like a drug. I mean, isn't that what a party drug is or a... I don't remember all the things but I think that the, you know, make me feel good drugs are... um, sought after for that so-called buzz or serotonin or whatever it is uh, rushing through the body. The endorphins are increased with exercise, but so too, it seems, uh, with, I mean, it's so sad. It's like my little sister at the age of five crying, yet when she got a gold star, she'd stop crying. I mean, we're not robots, right? So we have to ensure that the people who are interacting with the spaces that are unknown to them are able to exist in that space. Because people in cybersecurity will explain to you, and I can tell you this has happened to my father, and thank God he hasn't lost his mind. Imagine your phone turning on and just talking to you. Imagine it just reading something out loud. Now, you could think you're going crazy. You know, I remember the scene in uh, Requiem for a Dream with Ellen Burstyn, and the refrigerator, you know, was moving. And I don't just mean a little bit, I mean... She was losing her mind. The anguish look on her face was terrifying. And this was from, uh, they're called uppers. I don't know what exactly she had, but too much of the diet pill drug that she was given by a doctor, which is deplorable, um, she then was losing her mind. So I can see that if there is maybe an influx of endorphins and in short bursts all the time combined with something that is plummeting them down because it has to be you know physics told me and us and everyone uh, if it goes up it must come down so I think that we've got to look at the types of people who are interacting with the space and for that to happen I don't think anyone should be allowed access as an agent or manager or anything like that without a background in finance and economics and technology And it's not good enough to say that you've followed SEO and that that's what it's about because that's not what this is about. The crazy thing that people don't understand about Twitter, I don't think there's any search functionality. I don't think you're helping your businesses in the slightest. That's going to be a real kicker for the creators of Twitter. But you don't exist online. You only exist in social media. There's a difference. This is a really long conversation. It's one I'd love to have. Um, I was creating a webinar to discuss this topic because what people don't know is that the websites we've created have had an unusual way of connecting to the Google algorithm. And whilst we started to prioritize social media and explained, the problem Is the content. You can create all the fun things you'd like because what people don't understand is those visual things are for people. The Google algorithm only reads them to assist a person who's blind and to better understand the context of that image or video. Now there was a discussion, can the bots actually go through and engage with the content, how does that work? Now I was, uh, you know, peripherally in the field of what is called artificial intelligence that I've renamed um, intuitive intelligence. If you want to know more about that, we can discuss that another time. And um, see, now I've forgotten because now I want to discuss it. Uh, Well, I think it's about the machine learning and the capabilities. So when we talk about crawling a space in the world of SEO, what does that really mean and how can... Google managed to do this with 2 billion websites, and when social media was linked to, and I can blame us and our, you know, teams, uh, linked to our websites, what then happened, and API keys, and you know, there's a whole gamut of things we can discuss. And I think that Steve Jobs has always just said it best. So we put some things up on Twitter, which we will hopefully be able to put up on Instagram if we could log in. And please note. Whilst I said that I believe that Twitter would be an incredibly important platform and one of the most important due to the immediacy, well if someone plays the time codes it takes away the notion and the relevance also. The only reason I have used it is because I've been blocked from my preferred visual platform which is Instagram but have no fear everybody because Universes is here. So we are developing Universes for safe protocols and if you're wondering how the hell did you get to this and is it just a shameless plug, well shameless Saturday plug yes but also a person who is not coping reinforces the importance of this platform that it seems like needs to have steps in it so that dads and daughters can play together and it have a family focus and we can also look at, yeah, let's change the notion of FF, French fries, to FF, family focus. I like that. Um, it's kind of like how we did hashtag CC, you know, um, clear copy. I mean, that just came to mind right now. Uh, but it, it really does come back to the point because what, and we go back to the marketing and advertising industry and we can say Mad Men and things like that, what happens when we take away those professionals who sit in a room and I'm going to paint the picture nostalgically you know cigarette in hand martini but they sat there for hour upon hour upon hour upon hour to get the campaign out and the campaigns were phenomenal and we've lost that we've lost that purity we've lost that um Painting a picture to show a future that could be where we can take people on a journey. And that's the thing that I liked about the advertising industry. What has happened in the manipulation of the advertising industry is what we're seeing occurring online right now. So let's get back to this guy. To have someone abuse him... And steal money. Let's not talk about the ridiculous notion of ROI in the context of this conversation because I do not understand how you could have an investment of $250 and it become 18000 and that people can monetize that or can take that money out based on that negligible investment. And then if we look at property which should have, you know, a 3% return and that's a sound investment and then how do you get to the 10% and then we talk about development and adding value to properties and enhancing and broadening demographics and blah, blah, blah. We're here talking strategic marketing. So we need to come back to these types of conversations because it's with absolute horror that the same person told me they'd learnt more in terms of how to put a podcast together, how to produce a show, how music works in with film and how to make a film and how to market it and that this person learnt more in a couple hours for me than from university, which it's not a university, it's a college or a school. Uh, The only person I would trust uh, to run film schools are people like Richard Gladstein who decided to go out of Hollywood and being an exceptional producer I mean, you would be so lucky if you could learn from him. So, if Russell Crowe is opening a studio, you know, that's the same kind of caliber in a different context, obviously, but we need to have the best of the best. It goes back to the notion of teaching and who are we rewarding and, you know, this is all about education, education matters. His lack of education is what has gotten him into this position whilst he has watched YouTube videos and I spoke with the CEO who said it's the consumer's, you know, responsibility. Well, no, here's where I disagree with you. Because number one, the people representing need to be educated, and they're not. And even when given opportunities are for whatever reason scared of being leaders, are paraphrasing information, have lied to me, and actually they are in India. I mean, there are so many possibilities about all the people who hide behind things and won't even have phone calls to verify who they are. I should just go back to Mark Cuban or Ashton Kutcher and be done with it. You know, I mean, it's pathetic. I can trust them, but I can't trust people that I'm meeting one-on-one. So here's where it gets dark and gloomy. With everything that I have just spent the last... 11.11. 11. Oh, look at that. Hello, Paris Hilton, How are you? Um, yes, I also invited him to a spaces. and apologies if I'm not allowed to do that. I don't know how things work in the world of Twitter. I know how things work with my notion of filmmaking. Greater transparency, show don't tell, the tenets of filmmaking. That is what we are creating in an NFT space, and the vernacular is e-pictures, Yes, we also have a campaign, Enough, ENUF, which is about uh, Elon, Natalie, United Front on certain issues about education and the importance of education. And uh, that's why we were speaking about NADA News uh, because of, I think you can read something from today where Elon Musk said about the problems with traditional media and why uh, we were talking after... um, I wanted to create the first digital newspaper in 1997 and people who were in the space at that time uh, knew what other people were doing, we kind of all watched each other, we didn't talk, we just looked at and listened uh, and it was a wonderful time on the internet. Uh, so we are talking about new ways of seeing and also taking into account the notion that seeing is believing but if you were there for any of the campaigns with Andrea Bocelli you would understand that seeing is not always believing and actually when I close my eyes I can see that notion. So we can talk about that and I would uh, recommend that you go to Nata, chat W Nat on Twitter. We're stacking up a spaces there And until we get websites back up and everything like that, and then we will go back to our initial plans of forums and chat sessions in real time and we need certain bandwidth, then I'll go back to a lovely gentleman in the Ukraine uh, because we can get the servers there. So that would be great and uh, I am going to do a big shout out to all the tech people who are continually pushing through the barriers through hacked devices and somehow getting through to me. I really do appreciate it. If I sound rather panicked on Twitter spaces, it would be because of the anxiety of not knowing if the content would go online, which is why I understand this guy. He's presenting like he has a mental health problem. When in reality, it's too much technology. It is a good and sad point we come to right now. Because people hadn't learned their lessons during the Mad Men era, we are being punished for that. So we had advertising industries go and look at Coca-Cola, you know, marketing studies done from the 70s, Uh, management theory, you know, Monash University was very good to me uh, from that perspective. Just when I started to think outside of the norm, unlike the philosophy department, the visual arts department wasn't as excited. So when we're studying film, we allow all. And with resort managers and open waters, it enables us to speak about things that others may not want to. So if you're in Cuba, and you're the writer of Before Night Falls, played by Javier Bardem, by the way, then you would have had a vehicle to be able to sneak out that manuscript faster or be snuck out yourself or be interviewed on open waters. It's very interesting because I find myself near a river and near an ocean. So this notion of open waters is um, fitting. We will have to speak with the Paris uh, girls because my idea was always to go live from a penthouse of one of the hotels that we're partnering with as I stare over at JW Marriott because uh, I stayed there for so uh, for a very long time when I used to come to the Gold Coast all the time for work. Uh, that was back in the day of Harbour Town. If you are wanting uh, assistance in the retail space, shopping centre, um... Let's talk about the notion of a marketplace. I would like to do that. I'm going to have to take a break because I need a glass of water or another tea. If you are with me, Natter Tea, then please do try and get in contact again because we've had inquiries. Monies have even gone through on our Stripe account for WLF, which is wildlife found. Now, I don't want to sound rude and slurp in your ear, so I'm going to say Hello, goodbye, and I love you. Well, a play on words kind of, but if you were involved or you have a copy of the executive summary for Cleopatra Films, you know who you are. You're a great gentleman who was the part of a board, your company, we'll leave that out, but let's just say purple hearts and purple stars and standing up for the notion of freedom and the board members are all staunch Republicans. I have no problem with your political affiliations as long as they are in alignment with, let's quote Sydney Holiday Apartments, wonderful, hashtag make the world, hashtag better together. So I... Reach out in a very unconventional way using social media platforms for what I would hope people use them for, to make a difference in this world, to right wrongs, to do business better. That's what Resort Managers is about. But whilst we have this fantastic connectivity, we must be cognizant of those who are not with us. And those who don't have the ability to traverse spaces that really they shouldn't be traversing in the first place. So let's go back to basics. There are so many emails and emails that are covered. I don't know if I believe them either. So customercentricspodcast at gmail.com is what you can use right now. SEO expert at iCloud.com got burned. But you could try using that and let's see if it gets through. I have no idea, but I do want to hear from you. So please, dear sir, and your board members, you kept the executive proposal on your desk for this moment in time. I would like to organize a video conference call or audio conference call via Skype if we can, or via Telegram, or via whichever one will work on that day. <laughs> uh, I'd love it if my phone numbers would work, that would just make it all much easier. And I do want to have a conversation with people as to the call buttons and explain why my 3108176568 or 80062885. Worked perfectly and then didn't. It shouldn't matter if it's a landline or mobile when it's virtual. When it's digital, online, that's all that should matter. All right, spoken longer than I should have, of course, and I send, uh, yes, love to all the people who are suffering uh, due to the hands of technology or family or whatever it is that's plaguing you. Uh, Take a breath. Do a visualization. There are some wonderful people who do them. First to mind for me would have to be, you know, do some yoga with um, a message. And Jennifer Garner does that. I think it's weekly. But you could do a Google search. I can't, but you can. We'll talk about that another time. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Chat with Nat. I'm Natalie Rebecca Hechtman. Thanks again. Bye for now. Hey, Jeff Bezos, how are you? So years ago in 2017, I was offered a job. The HR agent's name, Sasha Jensen, chased me all around the world. No joke. And I said no because we had started companies in Thailand. However, seeing... How many things you have developed? I did an article about you. I'm sure that's how come you reached out to me. I think that was 2014 or 2015. And I analyzed uh, companies you'd bought and strategically what you were doing. Wrote an article about it for the head of the top economics magazine, would you believe, called Boss? Very bad. Um, or the FIN review magazine. I don't know. But whatever. Uh, they told me it was irrelevant and they don't care. And that it's all really bullshit. Uh, and find, you know, an audience. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a funny thing that I find myself here. Sorry about your divorce, by the way. Hope all is well. Thank you very much for interacting with content on Prison of Pain, Chronic Pain. I appreciate your teams. I would have loved to, you know why I didn't want to take the job? Because I always wanted to come to you about film. Whilst I understood everything retailing that you were doing and it was phenomenal, it's when you got into, you know, my favorite area that I started to think, what the hell am I doing? Now, I didn't realize what was going to happen in the future or otherwise. I would have said, yes, really, I wish I could go back in time in this moment and say, you know what? I'd like to have that job with Amazon. It was a quarter of a million US, which I reduced to 200,000, just being totally honest. Open everything. I don't want to waste time. It's a long message as it is, and I have a friend who is friends with you. So, that guy, he's a good guy named Andy, and uh, he's the one that calls me world number one. So, thank you very much for that vote of confidence. It's very kind. However, in a filmmaking perspective, and I know Amazon, you know wants to grow and control the market and really take on Netflix and Hulu because Amazon's format is very distinctive or from a VIP perspective in our IMDB community which is why I'm coming back to the point because there were real filmmakers there was quality control and then unfortunately since you've hired the wrong people it's all come crashing down I love Amazon and always have and with stock options included in an offer We have to discuss it because I know the value I bring. Someone said I should not accept anything for under. Well, we'll talk about that. But the point is, I'd like to help it grow. And unlike most of the other tech people, Mr. Bezos, you have stayed honest. And I like that about you. Um, I'm being interrupted by some people that I've actually been waiting for, and I don't want to leave too long a message, but I would, oh yes, I do apologize. There was a group chat. I think you were there, Elon Musk, Mark Cuban. There were a whole lot of us chatting, and some very provocative questions were asked, and I was so eager to answer. I believe one was from you. I know that I was very vocal in what I said to Elon Musk. Now, I don't know if you two are at uh, opposite sides, it would suggest to me that you are just based on Matt Higgins and also, you know, how I did the hashtag for you uh, create not consume, which goes into the whole notion of filmmaking. You know, we don't eat people up. Uh, so, that being said, I have to think about final draft and final cut and what, it, you know, are the implications because maybe you're like Jim Cotter. You know, my whole life, Uh, I never told anyone anything about anyone in a position like you or he. Okay, well, you're number two in the world, but you could have been number one, but Elon Musk is there. Anyway, the point is, is that you care about the people uh, and I have seen, yeah, just things that you've done, um, improving the accessibility. What people don't realise about Amazon is that they change the world. There are lots of bad things about it, but for the most part it was good. And, you know, how are you to be blamed as an individual? These are questions I wanted to ask you, by the way, as part of the article. Uh, I, so here am my... <laughs> am I getting to the point? You're kind of listening to like an episode. No. Well, no, no there are a few podcasts. And I really would uh, like to ask you, I was supposed to do an interview with someone who occupies the space similarly in the tech kind of like on the peripheral so not understanding technology but utilizing tools that are developed by somebody else in conjunction with the film industry and then you can talk about Marriott and look at the success of that so I love David Beebe I would like to get a group of people together so that we can have more opinions if you will actually perfect timing as well Hollywood Roundtable why aren't we doing that to legitimize I mean, we could be doing this as a weekly show, which is what I'd like to offer you. Uh, I know everyone goes to Netflix. I would like taking gambles, educated ones. I'd like to put the best entertainment show. I mean, Joe Rogan did a great job with Spotify. But why have we negated? You know, when a company has its tentacles shall we say in so many pies people get pissed off and i believe that that's probably what happened to you mr Bezos. i can't be certain yes i love your name i mean go to mexico when this is what happens no seriously i learned something from jim Cot. i learned a lot but i learned something from jim cotter that who's the best protector of the film industry It's kind of like, is it the producer or director of a film that you entrust? I entrust the producer. So I think of you more as an objective person who can see the value of the film industry whilst you've kept your hands in lots of different pies, unlike others. Yours, there, were, there was no correlation between one and the other until there was. So I'd like to talk about the intersection of that space. And there is a gentleman who worked for Showtime, I believe, and then he is in the digital marketing space. He would also, I'm sure, add value. I would like to talk about all of these especially because of Alexa and I have a friend who's in cybersecurity who thinks that she is the best and loves Alexa, however the accuracy rate is shocking and that's specifically what I was supposed to be working on. When someone mentioned ECHO I didn't actually sign the NDA because the HR representative didn't make it a prerequisite even though I did sign it for myself, I've never told anybody. Uh, about the actual role I just say it was running the Sydney office which was true but it was writing the copy and doing all the scripts which uh you know I know uh but I would like to see what that is because more important than anything at the moment is the language and the reason why people are getting hacked and all these absolutely has has I can't even talk horrific, deplorable things are occurring, uh, we can offer greater transparency by improving the scripts. Like it or not, this comes down to education. Like it or not, there are no Asians, no Middle Easterners. I would argue that America has a much much more sophisticated level of language frightening as that may sound to most americans rather than australians who have zero vocabulary and don't even know rudimentary words they wouldn't even know what the word rudimentary was so we, we really if you want to talk about it you know what i'm glad i didn't get the job because it would have been far too sophisticated And then I would be called a snob. However, I think the time has come because of all the uh, talk about education and I've pushed both Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk to talk about uni versus You and I, hashtag VS. I would like to offer Amazon, an exclusive deal with universes, universes is going to be a safe platform for kids, and personally, Mr. Bezos, I would like it if you invested in it i 'm waiting for the monies from Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. There are monies being held that i can 't access, so i 'd like to put you in contact with our representatives who can provide you with a safe payment gateway so we can get started because I am loyal but no longer to a fault so we're mixing it up. I would love to speak with you. I look forward to hearing from you. I've been offered money from lots of people. Uh, Yes. Okay. They're top 50 in Forbes and you're, well, well, you're number two. But anyway, uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And this is a shout out to Barbara Corcoran who wrote a letter and got what she wanted. Well, I'm doing it a little differently. We'll do the voice file. Then I'll try and remember how to make a capture on it. And then we'll have the technology aspect as well as the film, as well as the retail. See how we go together. Jeff Bezos. What do you do when you're being used in order to identify the security breaches that the so-called cybersecurity experts Can't fucking identify themselves. So you're being hacked by the so-called ethical hackers to prove to the unethical hackers what ethical hacking is about by hacking someone unethically? I mean, for fuck's sake, honestly. You know what? Talk in a tautology, talk in a fucking loop, Elon Musk, you did. Um, I haven't received the monies personally. I have had all my accounts stolen. And I'm wondering... Your responsibility as what was it? Inventor, shareholder, something of PayPal. According to the person who rang me asking me to purchase something for $33,000, it might seem like nothing to you, but that's the difference between my fake, let's see, MasterCard going to Westpac, but via a fake branch in Bondi where they rerouted all my funds. In excess of hundreds of thousands that we routed through to Thailand. So the $33,000 that is sitting in PayPal actually means a lot to me and I want it back now. In addition, all the monies that were spent and the data mining that you have been able to perform via hacking my PayPal account, Natalie R. Heckman at gmail.com. Now, who do I blame for that? The Russian hack? the attempted Chinese hack of my website that was only made possible when they literally bought what the servers in Australia, ground. What, what exactly uh, helped? And how many people does it take to have to sign off on can we actually just dispose of this person? I mean, can we send in that SAS guy? Can he just fucking poison her already? I mean... They didn't do it with Julian Assange, but with this fucking girl. Come on. She's silent. No one will miss her. She has no one. Didn't you hear? Her fucking husband left her. I mean, five days after her wedding. Was that actually a wedding? Did her best friend come there with someone named her like she could just fucking be replaced? Did anyone give a damn? Is anyone giving a damn now? The 48-hour TikTok fl- you know, clock is happening. And uh, if monies are not repaired, if monies are not put back, if payment gateways are not opened, well, let's just say those ethical hackers, is that what you call them? They're about to blow everything up. What's, who's Robin Hood? I mean, they seem to be taking funds out of places and redistributing. Yeah, we'll go back to you. When you can't send messages, what do you do? Well, we use social media. And here we go. Here's a message for Scarlet. There's a message for Jeff Bezos. There's a message for a whole lot of people. Listen up. Or don't. I don't care. Hello there, this is Natalie Rebecca, it is a cloudy milkshake kind of day and we're crossing over from AI Radio 9 to 5, Natter News and, always with you, Resort Managers. Whilst Prison of Pain Chronic Pain has been removed from Instagram, we do apologise, we are working on the issue. For now, we are trying to upload something. So, while we have torrential rains, let's get right onto the topic. What happens when you remove a search engine? What happens to your search results? Well, interestingly, Australia was one of the only places with thanks to all of our teams, especially Team MCM, my content marketer. If you've been looking for the website, have no fear. We are here. Do not worry, everybody. When you have a 4,700% increase on a website, some companies get rather pissed. And if you're American, don't worry, because you know it means angry. If you're in Australia and you think pissed means drunk, get with the vernacular. So, U.S. English and how does that affect search results? And why, if I type in Saint-Tropez, am I in a different country and not in Queensland? Well, maybe I'm in Saint-Tropez, or maybe the search engine is broken. So what do we do when the head of Google, who was pregnant at the time, gets down. What do we call that? Um, Retrenched? Moves away from? Who cares? She got out of the way, the CEO, but didn't put anyone there who knew what they were doing to replace it. And as a result, whilst most countries in the world were clever, I was just always loyal to Google and instructed all our teams and every company we worked with to Google my business, to Google it. Now, what happens when we want to change the vernacular? Well, hey, we should speak with Andy. Andy, who refers to me as, how is the world's number one? Well, the world's number one is unable to connect. I mean, it's crazy, but have no fear because we have, I mean, what is fear? False evidence appearing real. We could say that about a lot of life. And that's why I'll tell you the following. In 1996, I made a prediction. Here it was. The company who best indexed the internet would win. Enter Google with all the zeros and ones. Thought it was fantastic at the time. However, if you, like me, switched and changed and joined beta modes, don't do that right now, but back in the day, it was a great way of learning new technology and finding things that functioned better. How do you keep a company on its toes? Choose a competitor. So, when I predicted that Apple was going to, or should, develop its own search engine algorithm, well, it's so funny when we see a VPN session expiring yet again. What is What do you do when you perform a search and literally you're given search results that are diametrically opposed? What's a false positive? Well, it seems... We might have found a few things here tonight. Number one, DuckDuckGo, according to search results, (laughs) results about the search engine's results, reveal it is both completely unsafe and not to be trusted and is completely safe and better than Google. What's the truth? How can you decipher anything you're seeing online? Why is the Google algorithm so important? And why did some politicians, media personalities, and apparently the Medical Society, decide that they realised they were no match for the Google algorithm. And why did some bad techies get involved and remove the Google algorithm? Bing, 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 bing well, hey there, anyone listening? What is shopping? Who was the first person to commercialise the internet? Does the voice sound familiar? How many duplicated files are there now? And... How do you ensure you and your family is and will be safe? We've got a lot of work to do if we want to fix this. But as I mentioned many times, I'm sure you've heard it, I predicted something in the 90s. Who would make the most money online? the company that best indexed the internet. What's the search algorithm? What's Google? Why did a whole bunch of non-respectful people rip apart technology? Doesn't that technology have any rights? I would say anything that's been living for a quarter of a century has rights, wouldn't you? So, what happens when your entire notion is contrary to what? Is This would be the decentralisation, centralisation conversation which is far too long for this all at this juncture. However, there is seriously no point in anything that appears online now unless you can hack the system ...and remove the fake pathways. It's very quiet at the moment. I think we'll stop there. This is what's referred to as a snippet. If you want to learn how to make one... ...or create a podcast get in touch. Hopefully we'll just get some content up and I'll find out how a trading platform with so-called important rules that defied logic and yet were maintained somehow got into bed with, and this I mean, yes facetiously and pun intended cuz they just fucked me together with a representative and accredited bitcoin trader of many years what happens when the house bets against <laughs> the people well that would be called a revolution Or as it was termed in 2020. (laughs) Rev. AI. (laughs) Forward slash U T I O N. If only the content existed. Here's an interesting challenge. Hashtag MCM challenge. Please insert that keyword, hashtag pathway. To concepts of notions and ideas and find out where does it go I would say categorically that any machine or anything that has managed to crawl 2 billion websites well I'd place my trust in that simply because it makes sense Why would I trust something that hasn't as yet been tested? I wouldn't. Sometimes the devil you know is really better than the devil you don't. And I'm not going to have a whole conversation about reality and why I'm using cliches because you know what, I can't be bothered. Look it up or as I used to recommend, Google it. What happens when you take something out of the conversation? You as good kill it. Why is that? Well, that would be an algorithmic question. Why would an algorithm prioritise something other than its function to perform searches? then clearly it's not a search algorithm. And why is it also very good to pay attention to what's happening in your environment, especially when it's the middle of the night and the high rise above you, well, they just turn the light on at the word. I was told I had to use different words in order to publish a podcast. Can you believe it? What's censorship? What's democracy? And why should I have stopped at four minutes? (laughs) These questions and more to be answered in the near future if and when a podcast goes online. Someone said, Spotify is down. N-F-I. Chat with Nat.